from Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Campfire Cafe on the Equestrian Legacy Radio Network.
I'm your host, Gary Holt. Joining me in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is our always vivacious co-host, Miss Bobby Bell. Good morning, Bobby. Good morning, Gary. Do you know what today, uh, National, you know, National Day, you know how there's those fun national things that happen, you know, every day on the National Day calendar. Do you know what today is? I'm almost <laughs> afraid to ask. It's Devil's what is Food it? Cake it's Devil's Food Cake Day. <laughs> oh, that that one I can go for. That'll be all right. Is all yeah, right. yeah. That I could go for some right now. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hey, it's uh, it's kind of cloudy and then partly sunny here in Tennessee today, and uh, and I bet you you got blue skies in Albuquerque. We have blue skies. It's already 80, heading up to the 90s, and uh, still um, fire, you know, challenges all over the state. Um, although we're fine here in Albuquerque, but yeah, we're, you know, it's. Um, I don't think we had spring. I think we're just jumping right into summer. <laughs> it almost feels that way here. I think we're hitting 90 today and 92 tomorrow, setting records. But uh, mm-hmm. we've got all of our friends out in New Mexico and in Colorado as well in our prayers as they're dealing with these horrible fires. But uh, we don't have that going on here in Tennessee right now, so that we're grateful for that. We have a fantastic, fantastic show today lined up. And, uh, you know, our first guest, we're going to be talking a little bit about a 43-year love story. Who's going to be joining us today on the Campfire Cafe? Well, calling in from your neck of the woods, we have Christopher Dwight Harris and his wife, Jan Harris. When they perform together, they're known as Rodeo and Juliet. And I want to know where that name came from. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll and then in the out. second hour of the show today, it's going to be all about mules because we're headed out to California to visit with our good friend, Jen Rosier, and we're going to be talking Bishop Mule Days. So that is a great celebration, and a couple of our friends performing out there, Bobby, for that, Dave Stamey and Susie Bogus are both performing there for Mule Days. So that's going to be coming up, I think, next week. But right now, let's take a listen to a great song from Rodeo and Juliet, Chris and Jan. It's one called The Adventures of Rodeo and Juliet, and we'll be back in a moment on the Campfire Cafe to talk with Chris and Jan Harris. Julie works at the Tasty Free, little pay butter nights are free. When the stars come out, then she becomes his queen Johnny rides them bulls you know His truck is old and his tank is low They call him Jane But she just calls them Rodeo Rodeo and Juliet To be or not to be in love Oh, yeah. Wild horse. 
special guest, Christopher Dwight Harris and his wife, Jan Harris. Here's what author-speaker Max Licato has to say about today's featured guests, Christopher and Jan Harris, also known as the duo Rodeo and Juliet. When it comes to good hearts and great music, Chris and Jan top the charts. It has been my privilege to call them friends for over 30 years seize any opportunity to hear them, you won't regret it. Christopher and Jan Harris, Rodeo and Juliet, respectively, have been producing, writing, and singing for a wide array of artists. Their list reads like a who's who (laughs) of, of music across all genres, from Stevie Ray Vaughan, Loretta Lynn, Amy Grant, Kristen Chenoweth, oh, she's amazing, Dolly Parton, Michael W. Smith, and Cece Winans, just to name a few for over 40 years. Throw in 15 years of writing, producing, and singing on hundreds of commercials, including Cinnamon Toast Crunch, McDonald's, and Southwest Airlines. On top of that, and this Lubbock, El Paso, Dallas, Texan boy, and New York lady from Bridgeport, New York, will tell you how fortunate they have been in following their musical dreams. In addition, they also managed to raise two musically gifted sons, 
while residing in the Music City itself, Nashville, Tennessee. Please welcome to Campfire Cafe this multi-talented and, may I say, fun couple who will celebrate their 43rd anniversary this August, the duo Rodeo and Juliet, Christopher and Jan Harris. Welcome, you two. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I don't know what else you guys can say. You know, I think Bobby said that that was lovely. Oh, it's so wow. Sweet. wow. Well, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you all so much for having us. Very much. Yeah, I appreciate you guys so much. Yeah, so I've got to ask, uh, you know, Chris Chris is a friend, and, uh, and uh, we've gotten together over bagels and visit on the phone from time to time. So uh, both of you guys went to Abilene Christian, didn't you? Yes, sir. We did. We sure did. Back we in the did. 70s. And I'm a Lipscomb guy, so that's okay. There's oh, a little, yeah. little thing there, oh, you know, between Emily. Okay. Yeah. But, well, uh, all roads, but, Gary. Yeah. All roads, just, just we'll just say uh, at the very beginning, all roads lead to Abilene. Yeah. For some reason, <laughs> <laughs> everything we everything we talk about today, we'll we'll find our way uh, back, back on a Abilene. back on horses back or riding back into Abilene, Texas. Uh, okay, all right, all right. But I I think it was kind of interesting. You guys did not meet at Abilene Christian, no. did you? Gary, we've never so met ha- in our whole life. <laughs> Would you introduce us, please? <laughs> yeah, please. I'll I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay, so, so you know, how did you miss each other at Abilene, well, and then he was when in, you finally met? He was in a band called Brazos, and they did uh, they did some shows to kind of promote the school. And I was in a band called Hilltoppers that promoted the school, toured around the state and area. Um, so we knew who each other was were am I saying that correctly and he in fact was engaged to one of the girls in the group I was in oh wow I would see him he was also the comedian on campus so everybody knew can you imagine that I cannot (laughs) I cannot (laughs) so we knew who each other was were I don't know is it were were um, were and I actually was engaged to somebody my senior year then uh, we both ended up in Nashville in 77 to to, to do music. Actually, he came 77. I came 78. Um, but I visited 77. That's where I saw him. And we just started talking for really the first time. I don't think we'd even mm-hmm. visited before. And oh, wow. so I said, what are you up to? And he goes, well, I thought you were married. I said, no, I that didn't happen. So he goes, What'd you say? I said, let's go talk. <laughs> <laughs> so we went okay. and um, we went and visited and realized really fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, really fast. Uh, and we, we had both, uh, I had made a commitment uh, to the Lord that year. And, and my life changed uh, just, just dramatically after I came to Nashville. And um, she, she, um, you know, talk when that was so sweet of you to to uh, Bobby to read that uh, quote from Max, and I'll tell you, uh, Max was my roommate 
Max Lakeda was like my roommate uh, my sophomore oh, wow. junior year, and Jan, and Jan actually dated Max a couple of times <laughs> at college. So, oh, wow. So oh, wow. It's, yeah, so it's a cra- crazy story and a crazy journey, just like if we start with names like Ronnie Dunn. And Ronnie, Jan was, the group that Jan was in, Ronnie Dunn was playing bass. And, and singing. Oh, and wow. singing. Amazing. Yeah, wow. so wow. I just, we, um, I, so Ronnie went to of, Abilene too. Well, he went to Hardin Simmons there in Abilene, and he okay. uh, they recruited him to come over and play bass in the band. So I don't know if they recruited right. him. Well, whatever, he, he came just, over. He came and over for up. a couple of years. He just but, came but over. Our journey, yeah, and our journey just starts in '77 here in Nashville downtown, and the um, actually there was a. Uh, a spiritual retreat called Come Together that was a part of Belmont Church down on Music Row okay. where Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith and all these different right. people, Stephen Curtis Chapman and all these different singers were hanging out and writing songs. And, you know, um, the, uh, the, um, the, actually the person that married us is now 92 and still living and alive and kicking. And he led that, church down there on music row which was full of a bunch of hippies and cowboys <laughs> yeah i was there i was there before yeah, you, you guys you, yeah a little before you yeah guys. yeah so yeah. a lot you know a lot happened during those 70s and there were about 20 of us from abilene christian who all came up here and started working in music and um so that year in 77 um i flew to town and went straight to the studio and sang on amy grant's first record so Okay. That's where my journey started. That once I finally moved here, so yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys met, and uh, it's such a stinking small world where things come together, mm-hmm. and and you guys had yep. to wait until you got to Nashville to connect. But uh, <laughs> I want to I want to take a pause and come back more about this 43 year love affair. But right now, I want to get to another song, and it's so cool because this one. It's called the El Paso Kid and the New York Lady, and we'll be back in this moment <laughs> on Campfire Cafe. Here we go. The El Paso Kid. Oh 
then mm-hmm. I've gotten to do so many sessions um, with orchestras. I've actually got to cut the Irish Film Orchestra, and 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 have had you know have have had enough budget to to cut you know a fifty piece orchestra here in town when I uh, produce CC Winans, and I don't know. It's just a a, a, a real love for dramatic uh, hooks mm-hmm. and big melodies. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then my my second question before we go on to the next song is I just have to know how you um, how you both decided to call your duo Rodeo and Juliet. Well, thanks for asking. I uh, I was I wanted to write a song for Roy Orbison, but he was dead, so that wasn't going to work. So um, I, um, I so I said I took. I was uh, with Paul Overstreet, um, you know, who's written a lot of Randy Travis mm-hmm. hits and is famous for writing. She thinks my tractor's sexy. And um, so I went with Paul and I go, <laughs> hey, uh, and he also wrote, you know, love build a bridge, love will build a bridge that the, the, the mm-hmm. wine yeah, sang yeah. this last weekend mm-hmm. at Naomi's. Uh, so um, at, her, at her tribute for her life. And so, you know, I said, Paul, I want to write a song. um, called Rodeo and Juliet. And so we thought, well, we could pitch it to the, maybe to the Mavericks. And so as Jan and I, 12 years ago, you know, said, well, what do we, what do we want to do? Let's, we hadn't really sung together because I've been writing and producing uh, everybody else. And I said, why don't we take this song that I wrote and why don't we, I'll be Rodeo and you be Juliet and we'll go out and try to, you know, <laughs> encourage people to hang into the good, the bad and the ugly. And, so that's the I'll be rodeoing. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I think um, Gary is going to play an award-winning <laughs> song next. You want to tell us a little bit about Old Range Cowboy, and then Gary, am oh. I right? That's what we're going to hear next. Yeah, that's going to be it. Okay. Oh, thank you. Well, you know this. Uh, this is such a great opportunity to really give a shout out and thanks to a gentleman named Steve Thomas who lives in California and has a house in uh, Western Colorado where we got to go live for a few years. Um, And that's the town where John Wayne uh, and Glenn Campbell were in true grit and it's called Ridgeway, Colorado. Well, Steve Thomas, he has had these ideas for songs. He's the one that called me up the first time and said, Hey, what about a song called Heidi Ho Montana? because I'm sitting in a deer blind at four o'clock in the morning and I hear these cowboys off in the distance singing Heidi Ho. And uh, he goes, can we write a song about the old range cowboy? And I know he was thinking a lot about a man named Jack Roddy, who was the steer wrestling champion in 1966 and 68. And, um, uh, and I know he, he said, you know, uh, could we write a song you know, a couple. We actually wrote a couple of songs, um, uh, and so this old range cowboy is really about somebody like Jack Roddy, and and he's not going to be satisfied just, you know, sitting with a remote and yelling at the TV as he gets older. So <laughs> um, that's kind of where the song, uh, really where it was, where really where it came from. And I just wanted to thank Steve Thomas for the idea. And then I got with a guy named Jim Weber who's an unbelievable lyricist. And um, and I'd also give a shout-out to Wayne Kirkpatrick, who helped us write The El Paso Kid and The New York Lady. And Wayne, wrote just he wrote Something Rotten on Broadway 
and uh, what's the new one that that he just and Mrs. Doubtfire that's on Broadway. Oh, oh, oh wow! Well. Well. Yeah, and Wayne actually wrote uh, the song of the year in '97, uh, "Changed the World" for uh, with Eric, you know, for Eric Clapton. You know that song? Oh wow! Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, we we we. I'm saying all this to go like, look the look what God has given us these opportunities to write with all these Grammy Award winning, uh, unbelievable uh, Hall of Fame songwriters, and we're so so grateful. So part some of these cowboy songs are coming from some uh, tall cotton. So. Well, here we go. Let's take a listen to Old Range Cowboy, and we'll be back in just a moment with Rodeo and Juliet. Under heaven's dome, after a long day's ride, we'll pitch our saddles round the old campfire. Watch the sparks climb higher and higher I'll tell you stories that used to be When wild was normal And cowboys still rode free Cause I'm an old range cowboy Remembering tracks I left behind Still riding those trails I've ridden for a long, long time And as the sunset fades I see it all in my mind My boots and my saddle are worn Winners in my phone This may be my last horse yet But I'm riding with no regret Cause I'll be riding through memory Where every story is a trail For you to see Cause I'm an old range cowboy Remembering tracks I left behind I'm still riding those trails I've ridden for a long, long time And as the sunset fades I see it all in my Where they say you can't ride no more 
you get started in music oh wow like i breathed it in my first breath (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, if i take you back uh two generations real quick my great grandfather was a violin maker of course played violin and came from germany at 21 years old to america on the ship he serenaded this beautiful woman and ended up marrying her. Oh, and uh, oh, wow. so they what started out in, in Syracuse, New York. And then mm-hmm. my grandpa played uh, guitar and harmonica, but not he he had a, he was a welder by trade. Well, then my dad just he you know he was all about it. We bought one of the first stereos that came out. I was five when the piano rolled in the house. There are five kids. He he said he'd buy each one of us an instrument of our choice, and uh, we all picked an instrument as we got old enough. So by you know by five, I was playing the piano. Because my mom said wow. you're not touching the piano unless you take eight years of piano lessons. <laughs> no five. Oh wow! Wow. So we all said okay, we'll do that. So anyway, it just was saturated in our family, and um. My older brother is a genius uh, composer, classical music, unbelievable stuff. And my younger brother, Mark Heimerman, some people might be familiar with, he and Chris worked together um, on a lot of the – Mark wrote a lot of the DC Talk stuff with Toby. Uh, So DC Talk, who else did you guys – Toby Mac. Toby Mac. But who else did you guys – Jackie Velasquez – what did Mark write for? Anyway, so uh, so yeah, I've just been soaked in it. And then I married this guy that's so gifted, <laughs> and I never dreamed we'd sing together, and gosh, we're having so much fun. Oh, wow, wow. Well, it's just interesting to find out how people got started. Did you, did you have musical influences as you were growing up as far as your singing? Well, yes. And, and when he talks about the 60s, of course, um, my sister and I gravitated to the Beatles even before my older brother. Um, Mamas and Papas, um, gosh, I had Harry Nilsson's first album. That was my first album at 14. What did you say? Oh, wow. 
Oh, and but then yeah, then at school I was in every musical group, band and and vocal, and so we would learn all the uh, songs from the '40s, and our, our teachers were teaching us that stuff. So big band stuff, I love. Um, oh yeah. But harmonies are harmonies are such a big deal. Moms and papas, and you know, Everly Brothers goes on and on. But I wasn't oh, a voice wow. major in college. I was voice major in college for one, uh, two years and realized I could still sing without a degree, and I switched majors. So, so it's just always <laughs> been a part of my life. <laughs> oh wow! Well, you have a beautiful voice, and we're going to get to another song that you have done, and and I don't want to screw this this title up. It's the Thousand Kisses, but how do you pronounce this? Mil besos. Mil, be- mil besos. Mil Bezos, a beautiful song, Rodeo and Juliet, and this is featuring Zan, so we'll be back in just a moment on the Campfire Cafe. Recuerdo 
eso no me preocupa, sé que tengo razón. Pero qué de importarme todo lo que me digas, no te he de olvidar. No me importa lo que pase, que sé quién mandó y todo el mundo sabrá. Amando, te de seguir besando, aunque me vuelva loca, hasta que me devuelva el corazón que en besos yo te dejé en la boca. Kisses. I'm going to tell my wife about that when she gets home. But um, beautiful, beautiful. Well, Chris, you. you. I first became aware of you when uh, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, Lance Cowan, had sent out Heidi Ho Montana, and and and, uh, loved that song. And then I caught you and Jan on Coffee Country and Cody one morning being interviewed. And and yeah. perform this song. So well, uh, you know, again, it's a small, small world because Lance Cowan is uh, responsible for the very first performer that I had on the Campfire Cafe, and that was Michael Mark Murphy. Because Aww. I had just decided I was doing uh, I was doing a radio show, and it'd been about six months, and I thought it was about horses. And I decided, you know, I needed to bring some music to the show. And so I thought, I like Wildfire. I'd like Michael Martin yeah. Murphy. And my brother mm-hmm. said, I go to church with this guy that I think manages him or works with him. Uh-huh. And that was Lance Callan. Uh-huh. So, wow. yeah, so Murph was my first guest, and I had him on many, many, many times. And then Lance was responsible for connecting us. And, uh yeah. And you were on the show with Steve Thomas, and we talked about Heidi Ho Montana, and we talked mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, song that um, uh, Kristen Harris had done and Ryan mm-hmm. Murphy. And, uh, so you mm-hmm. are just producing everybody. I just saw you post mm-hmm. something about Dennis Quaid, and I didn't know Dennis mm-hmm. lived Dennis here Quaid. in Nashville, but I'd seen him on the Opry several times. Yeah. So, yeah he, and you did yeah, Murph's... Austinology deal, didn't you? Yeah, and that you know, again, I think Lance Lance Cowan. That yes, to mention him, he's just what a great songwriter he is, and so many people don't he know is. that. And I go, gosh, he's a, he he promotes radio and promotes artists, 
and is just a dear, dear uh, heart, and we love him so much. And, you know, when I was in the studio doing this Austinology project, and we were able to get Willie Nelson, Lyle Lovett, Steve Earle, and we had Amy Grant sing the duet Wildfire with Michael Martin Murphy, and the quick story is being in the studio, which, again, Steve Thomas really opened the door for this project that Murphy wanted to do about all all the music in Austin during the late 60s and 70s when that thing was just exploding with singer-songwriters like Jerry Jeff Walker and Towns Van Zandt. And, and so, you know, um, I'm in the studio, and I'm going, wait a second. I met Michael Murphy when I was 16 years old in Dallas and went to see him. And I'm with Amy Grant, and she was 16 years old when I sang on her first record. <laughs> and, and by the way, Jan, Jan was in Amy Grant's first band uh, when when we when we got to town. That was like 1980 or 81, right after we got married. Uh, she went on the road with Amy. But you know, it was just so crazy to be there and, and cutting Wildfire um, after all these years, and then to be cutting Cosmic Cowboy and Geronimo's Cadillac with mm-hmm. my with my musical hero from you know from 1971, <laughs> two and three and four. I'm going. I go, God, you are unbelievable to give me this gift. And so I'm so grateful for that Austinology project. Well, and 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 then I think, too, you have a new studio that you're working with. So tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. that. Well, this mm-hmm. studio is just a godsend. And my buddy, Chris Thomason, who actually uh, worked at – he actually – he and I did we back in the in the 80s we were working for this company called Hummingbird, right? And uh we mm-hmm. worked on just about every almost every national commercial during the 80s um which is which really allowed us to work with all these artists from, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan to Asleep at the Wheel, Clint Black, Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, I mean my goodness, I'm producing Loretta Lynn on a Crisco commercial. What was that all about? And um <laughs> so so all of that to say, Chris Thomason, my buddy, ends up buying this uh, building over here. This has a just a lovely studio, and he invited me to come over and hang my hat. And so we're going to start uh, making more records. So we're going to do that, and then all the film and television, the songs, we're really starting a publishing company that really will go after you know songs for film and TV. So wow. you know. Um, it's right here in Franklin in cool Springs. And, um, and, um, but we'll probably would say, uh, uh, we'd love to produce your record and we'll bring you over to the house and make enchiladas for you. That's pretty tempting right there. That's pretty tempting right there. Golly. Well, I, can well, I, I just wanna, jump in for I, a second? Yeah, go ahead, Bobby. Can I yeah, just jump ahead. in for a second? Um, so, um, Chris, I found the website for this Insight Studios, and yes, yes. Um, you have a, such a variety of uh, studio rooms and spaces. Of course, I don't know what any of that equipment is. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But so fun to take a look at these studio spaces and to our listeners out there if you need a place to do a podcast to do a video to you know you need to get a hold of i'm going to give the um website it's insightstudios.com and insight is i n c i i t e 
Studios.com. And you need to go take a look at this place. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, it thankful. is. We're so grateful. You know, we're really going to kick in and start doing, you know, the, the hottest thing going right now is, is Atmos, you know, mixing for Atmos, which is multiple speakers, you know, so and enhanced audio. So that's a big, big deal. And so we're going to have one of those rooms finished in about a week. And, um, and it's just it's an amazing studio, and so many people have worked there over the past 20 years. But my buddy, I'm so glad he was able to purchase this uh, right right here in the heart of Franklin. And uh, it's just uh, we, you know, again, just only after a few months uh, for King and Country, Chris Tomlin, and then Dennis Quaid, and and it's just it, Nicole Kidman's recorded there, and Carrie Underwood, and. It's just a great, great place to be, and uh, it's in good hands. And this guy, my buddy, he's uh, he ran Integrity uh, Records Music um, for like 15 years. So he's the one who opened the door for me to work with uh, Kristen Chenoweth, and um, mm. we're, we're just mm. actually just going to have a blast. So you even oh. have a writer's you even have a writer's room. Writing is an art, oh. and our goal is to provide an inspiring place to develop your music or script. Well, oh my goodness! <laughs> well, well, how how about this? Last week I wrote a song with Leslie Satcher, and Leslie came over, and then we were writing with a girl in California. We did a Zoom write, and Leslie, <sighs> um, she wrote um, Troubadour for George Strait. She wrote. Um, uh, House of Cash, she's had hit, she's had cuts by Merle Haggard and George Jones and Willie Nelson and and tons of artists, right? She's a great singer, and too. she's a great singer. <laughs> One of my favorite duets that she does with Glenn Campbell on the on the Leuven Brothers project, uh, Living, Loving, Losing, or Lying, Loving, Leuven. Um, she sings uh, <laughs> a song with Glenn Campbell, uh, and her name's Leslie Satcher. You can look her up, and uh, she's from Paris, Texas, and um, so uh-huh. yeah, that's, that's absolutely what Insight Studios is really all about. And what you know, what's fun, Bobby, is that uh, and Gary is just that now. You know, we've all been in our bedroom making records for the past ten years. <laughs> it's just like yeah, like, yeah. It's so good. It's so good to be in community and to have these five rooms to be able to um, host people and re- and really just get back to making records like we used to make and. Uh, uh, that's that's uh, we, yes we will make you know we will make uh, a certain amount of what we call laptop pop um, but um, country and and um, American roots music is really made with human beings and we have the facility to be able to do that so we're very grateful so grateful very um, exciting that's great that is great well look I want to get to a couple more songs real quick we're just about to run out of time for this first hour but. Uh, uh, I do want to get to this one. This is one called When I Look at You. Let's take a listen to that. We'll be back in just a moment to talk more with Chris and Jan today on the Camp Fire Cafe. <laughs> Shoot through my heart. It's 
it day beat like it falling star And I know it's true When I look at you When I look at you Everything's okay Baby, shelter me like a hiding place Hold me in your eyes While the storm is coming Like a photograph and a piece of tape You're stuck in my mind and there's no escape And I don't want to move When I look at you You were a butterfly caught up in my net I gave you wings on the day we met What a love story. Well, you're very oh, welcome. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. And, I love, uh, and, I love and that it. song. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some pretty good folks that were singing it and performing it. So anyway. Oh, well. <laughs> and I have to give a shout out to Phil Madeira, who helped me write that. And Phil plays in Emmylou Harris's band. So that's crazy. And then, you know what, wow. Gary? That guitar that you hear, that gut string on there, that gut string belongs to Gordon Kennedy and his dad. And I asked Gordon, I said, when we were doing overdubs, I said, hey, Gordon, did your dad play the guitar on Riding My Thumb to Mexico by Johnny Rodriguez? He goes, I'll be right back. And he went and got that guitar. <laughs> and he brought it out. And he brings the guitar, and he goes, he goes, guess what else my dad played on? Played this guitar on? He goes, he played it on Roger Miller records that his dad produced. And he goes, 
<laughs> and it was and um he said this guitar uh, was used on Marty Robbins records and he said Roy Orbison came back from um Spain and brought Chet Atkins and his dad Jerry Kennedy that those two of those guitars he said we keep it locked up <laughs> oh wow well so, i got anyway, to tell I you say I, that's I'd, I'd i'd come riding down through hendersonville headed into into town and uh, i can't tell you how many mornings that i would be coming down on uh gallatin road and roy yeah. orberson would pass me in his little red oh. mercedes convertible Oh my god! Cool deal. Yeah. Oh my god. But anyway, well, you guys have absolutely been great. Well, you come back and see us, and uh, just a joy, just a joy to have you with us. How can people contact you, find you? Well, you have a website for me. It's yeah. You can look me up at chproducer at gmail. Or chproducer.com, you can look up Rodeo and Juliet at rodeoandjulietmusic.com. And email rodeoandjuliet at gmail. Yeah. <laughs> so you Come can find now. them. And by the way, by the way, it's rodeo and, and you spell out the and. I had used the symbol for yeah. and. Uh, and it, that yeah. doesn't work. It's A and D. The rodeo and Juliet. Yeah. Well, you guys have been absolutely fantastic, and uh, we're going to close out this segment of the show today with the song that introduced me to you, and it's Heidi Ho Montana. And uh, oh. come back and see us. Thank you so much. Thank for you. Today. Love you, Bobby. Thank you, Bobby. Love you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. All the cowboys have gathered in the dark before dawn Cause the big sky is changing now that summer's long gone And the ruby's red waters are reflecting the sky Because winter is coming tonight And there's a storm on the mountain Full of thunder and snow And the herd has to move To safe pastures below So at first light the cowboys Are driving them home And they sing as they move them along Heidi Ho, Montana Beneath the big sky your high shining mountains are bright and alive. Heidi Ho, Montana, full of garnets and gold. And your son sing a song to your sweet big sky soul. All oh, the winter awakens the call of the wild. Gobblers are gobbling at the geese on the right. All the deer join the dance as the rut has begun. With 
the song of the cowboys, the stars and the sun. While he's riding mighty tall in a life circumstance, he'd rope that old storm if given a chance. And with a nugget of wisdom on this hard cattle drive, Spirit of the cowboy is well and alive. Hidey ho, Montana, beneath the big sky. Your high shining mountains are bright and alive. Hidey ho, Montana, full of garnets and gold. And your son sing a song to your sweet big sky soul. And then a voice deep as God, you can hear the earth sing like a howl from the canyon that will never be tamed. For it's not about the money, silver. Heartlands can hold ho Montana Beneath the big sky Your high shining mountains Are bright and alive Hidey-ho Montana Full of garnets and gold and your son sing a song to your sweet big sky soul. Time now for Saddle Up America on the Equestrian Legacy Network. When we come back, we're going to be talking about mules. We'll be talking with Bishop Mule Day, producer Jen Rosier, in just a moment on Saddle Up America. Mule train. Flopping over hill and plain Seems as how they never stop Clippity clop, clippity clop Clippity clippity, clippity 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 clippity, clippity clopping along There's a plug, a chart, a backy for a rancher in Corona A gift jar for a cowboy way out in Arizona A dress of calico for a pretty Navajo And get along Clopping on the mountain chain Seems they never reach the top Clippity clop, clippity clop Clippity clippity, clippity 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 clippity, clippity 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 clippity
There's some cotton thread needle for the folks away out yonder. A shovel for a miner who left his home to wander. Some rheumatism pills for the settlers in the hills. Get along. Clippity-clopping through the wind and rain They'll keep going till they drop Clippity-clop, clippity-clop Clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity
had a lot of mandates and requirements and restrictions that were not allowing events to go forward. Um, We complied with everything. Our county worked hard with us and uh, advocated for us to move forward responsibly, and we did so and had a tremendous event. Um, I can't remember if we talked, but uh, many people, when we postponed 2020, instead of asking for a refund, did what we called pay it forward. More than 60% of our vendors, our sponsors, and our um, content, well, and our, um, our our visitors who buy tickets to the event paid it forward, and that oh, allowed that's us great. to make it because we didn't, you know, have there was no other support, right? So we uh, made it through. We put on um, a little bit of a uh, tightened down budget event last year, but it was a huge success. And you know what? People were so excited um, to come out. The um, we even had a last minute thing the week before Mule Day, is where the state I just have to say the state said um, people coming from out of state would have to show proof of vaccination. So people were canceling and whatnot. At the end of the day, people said all the heck with it, and they came anyway. And we had a great event. It was it oh, was that's a, great. A, a park. So people come together to celebrate good things, and people love mules, and people love good, fa- good old fashioned, wholesome fun, and that's what we did. Well, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. So let's talk a little bit now. We've got a we've got a worldwide audience. A minute ago, I was just telling. Uh, off the air, I was just telling Chris and Jan that we now have listeners in, believe it or not, Russia and China that are listening to the oh, show. Oh, wow. But wow. for the folks around the world and, and Canada and the U.S. that may not be familiar with Mutual Days, tell us when did it get started and and what can people come and see? Oh, you bet. So favorite thing to talk about. So Mule Days got started the very first year in 1970 and a group of packers. And for people that don't know that, what that is, um, these are outfitters or guides who facilitate trips into the wilderness areas of the high Sierra using horses and mules. Uh, Packers got together and decided, hey, we need to do something to celebrate on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Vacancy in a number of the hotels and campgrounds around the Eastern Sierra was pretty low, next to nothing in a lot of places. wasn't a lot of visitation. Let's promote and celebrate an event that people would love to come see. And, uh, of course, Packers thought, why not celebrate the mule? We love love mules. They've been a huge part of our um, culture here for well over 120 years. They've been uh, a big part of all of our livelihoods. And, of course, they're just a beloved animal, right? Um, so yeah. uh, Packers organized this event with the help of the local Chamber of Commerce, and off it went. And that was 52 years ago now. So we're on our 50th wow. annual event. And um, we just kept going. So here's what people can expect. Obviously, it's grown over the years, and Yule Days has contributed to our little fairgrounds and made it an amazing venue so we have obviously a parade. It, it was at one time in the Guinness Book of World Records as the longest non-motorized parade in the world. And, oh, wow. Uh, it, yeah. We have mule shows that start on basically run for six days. They start on Tuesday and run through Sunday. So there's mule shows all week long. And this is just a mixture of anything you would see at a horse show, but also anything you might see at a rodeo or a gymkhana or an Americana festival. We have driving, we have teamsters, we have log skidding, we have dressage mules, jumping mules, English mules, western mules, trail mules. We have lots of packing events. 
And I'll tell you, Gary, this is what sets us apart because there are now many Mule Days events around the country, and that's our packing events. And that's where packers from the local Sierra come around and gather to celebrate before we head to the mountains. We have some amazing uh, challenges and events of skill and some amazing events of um, sheer madness and chaos. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, we have vendors. We have a lot of vendors. Uh, that come and just, and show their wares. We have uh, kids events, youth events. Um, I, the list just goes on and on. We have a concert this year. We're hosting Susie Bogus and her team. Oh my gosh, uh, she's got some new songs out that are going to be really fun to hear. Uh, we have a, a Sunday evening, just kind of enjoy after the event, uh, gather together the memories for the following year with Dave Stamey and Larry Maurice and a number of other entertainers will be kind of gracing the stage throughout the weekend for ambiance. We just have a lot going on. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Well, I knew that our friends Susie Bogus and Dave Stamey were going to be out there again. And, and Dave has done this event several years, hasn't he? Oh, gosh, yeah. Well, I don't know if I've told you that Dave used to work for my husband and I back before he was a big star. And, uh, I didn't he know that. A, I knew he packed. Yeah, I did. I did yeah. Oh, yeah. I, no, I didn't know that. He came, yeah, he and his wife started out as customers on our horse drive. We had an annual okay. or, yeah, every spring and fall a horse drive. And one night just sitting around, we had a local guy playing a guitar and Dave picked up a guitar and before you knew it, uh, there was a little group that formed and they cut the first album together actually. It was Dave Stamey and, and his uh, little sidekicks from the horse drive. And uh, a few years later, he came back to pack for us at the pack station and then by then his career just took off. So he's been a longtime friend of Mule Days. Uh, he's been here, gosh, since his career started and we just love him over here. Yeah, he's such a neat guy. My, actually, my wife performed with him in uh, Genoa uh, two uh, weeks ago, I think it was, you know, uh, on the same neat. same festival that they were having out there. But that's Dave's an amazing day. Yeah, I love yeah. Genoa. That's a beautiful place. Perfect. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, it is neat. But uh, I think one of the things that's kind of cool about Bishop Mule Days, don't you have how many mules do you have pulling that wagon? There's. Oh, right. So uh, we have kind of the only historical recreation of the uh, Death Valley type 20 mule teams. So we have the, the 20 mule team that's put together by one of our local teamsters here. And we have had that team in Washington, D.C. We've had that team in the Rose Parade. And it's kind of the, the Bishop Mule Day's 20 mule team. The wagons they pull uh were recreated by an organization called the Death Valley Conservancy as absolute replicas of the original borax wagons that were used to haul borax out of Death Valley from the 1880s onward. And, um, you know, in borax, that was, it was a huge part of Borax Company's marketing campaign was the 20 oh, yeah. team. So, yeah. yeah, they traveled, yeah, across, I, there was Gene Autry's movie, but they traveled all over the country in 1917 and then again in the 40s to promote the movie. Um, yeah, it's quite it's quite a thing to see. I think I can remember uh, they had some character named Ronald Reagan that used to do the the uh, TV show, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, not not only that, but um, Death, uh, 
Ronald Reagan was, yeah, he was the host of Death Valley Days. He became later became the governor of California, and as everybody knows, the president of the United States. He came here as our grand marshal in 1974 and rode in our parade. He was an amazing guy. Oh, cool. we, we all remember him as kids. That was a long time ago. <laughs> How cool. How cool. How cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get – Wow. I want to get to another Mule song. This is kind of cute. Uh, This is one by Kristen Harris. We just did the first Uh, one was by Riders in the Sky. But uh, this was one that Kristen Harris did. It's called the Mule Song. And we're going to come back and talk more with you today on Saddle Affairs. I love the mountains. I love the moon. Between a window in the clouds When it comes poking through against the sky Purple hue instead of blue Instead of blue I love the sunshine Down by the stream bed at noon And the echo off the canyon Makes one voice become two And that's why I need a mule Anytime I want to, I could gain altitude. He'd carry me to places no horse could get to. And he would rarely throw his shoe. He might be stubborn, but I am too. Or I pack him with some gear and some food. And find a spot to build a fire and stare at the view you could come to. But you just need a mule. Now I ain't saying I'll be trading horses in. But if I could have both now, would it be a sin? Cause when I'm low, I need to go where the air is thin. Here's a clue. For you, I need a mule, he'll have big ears and an opinion or two, but he'll keep me on my toes just like a good friend would do, yeah, it's true, I need a mule. Big ears 
with a scratching or two. Cause they'll listen to me yodel like a good friend would tell. Yeah, it's true. I need a mule. Yes, I do. Right, you know, you don't have to trade in your horse, but you need both. <laughs> you could use both. Hey, it's real funny. I was yeah. talking to a gentleman yesterday, and and we were talking about uh, campgrounds and places that uh, people go. And he was telling me about this one campground. He said, "I will not take my horse on those trails," but he said, "I would a mule yeah. because sure, you know, there there is a difference, isn't there?" There sure is, yeah. And, and you know, back in your country, boy, some of the best mules come from right around Tennessee, Gallatin area. There's some of the best. All the Reese Brothers. The yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's where Reese most of Brothers. our mules out here come from. Yep, good, good stock. Everybody needs one. Needs one. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really cool because people have been crossing these uh, Tennessee walking horse mares with uh, jacks and getting some gated mules, and. And, uh, those are pretty good. Yeah. Those are pretty. Yeah. Good. Do you have a few of those out there? Oh, you know, there's some. I I think we get. I'll be. I'll tell you a secret. I think. I think those guys back there, um, the ones that don't come out gated, they send out here. <laughs> 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 so I, you know, I know we have uh, some in our herd, and I know plenty of packers that do, and they they might have a little bit of gated blood in them, and maybe they just didn't mm. quite come out nice as a. Uh, you know they didn't have the gates, right? So maybe I need uh, to maybe I need to talk to Rufus Reese and see if we can get him sense. Yeah, gates. give him heck, would you? <laughs> I will do that. I will do that. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit more about what's going on in Bishop Mule Days. Where do people stay? What so kind of you know, I'll or campground. Yeah. So there's um, the town of Bishop is where most people stay, but I'll tell you, most hotels are almost booked. Are well, are booked now. We just found out. So there are hotels in nearby communities of Mammoth Lakes, Big Pine, Independence. People just need to go on or call the Bishop Chamber of Commerce, and um, you just look them up online, bishopvisitor.com. But uh, there are also lots of campgrounds. Um, most of the RV parks and campgrounds in town are full, but there's a number of them and easily found online. But they can call um, the Bishop Chamber for information on lodging. That might be the best point right now. Because the office staff has moved out of our year-round office over to the temporary office at the fairgrounds, and it might be hard to get a hold of them for hotel reservations. So that's what I would do for that. As far as getting tickets for the event, yep, we still have concert tickets left. You can always get um, grandstands are sold out, but we have general admission tickets. People can go online to muledays.org and get everything they need there. Okay. All right. Well, that that is pretty cool. Now, and I think you were telling me uh, that you are now streaming the event. Yeah. Um, so obviously, people. I mean, if there's folks in China or Russia that want to watch this, or anywhere in Europe <laughs> or South America or anywhere else, we invite. Last year, we did it as a trial run because we had capacity limits with the COVID. 
so we did a trial run and it was huge. We had the viewers from South America, Australia, Europe, and around North America. So go to the Mule Days website, muledays.org, and starting Friday night, we'll have live streaming of the major shows, which are, so I should say, Gary, too, admission is free to everything, including the shows, and free to the grandstand, or free to the uh, fairgrounds, except for the concert. Obviously, there's a fee for that. And then the Friday night, Saturday shows, and Sunday afternoon shows are admission shows for uh, ticket admission shows, but those will be live streamed at muledays.org. Okay. That is so cool. That is so cool. So just get your credit or debit card out and, and you can watch them. That's a cool thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And there'll be no fee for the live stream this year. We're just kind of boosting that up as a second year. And then, you know, next year we're going to have sponsors. Well, we have sponsors for it, but next year there might be a little monetary fee. But right now we just want people to have fun and watch the show. Okay. All right. Great. Well, that is great. That is great. I was wondering, Jen, how many folks will will actually be there for Mule Day? What's what's your normal attendance? Yeah, our normal attendance um, ranges anywhere from twenty to 30,000. And, of course, you know, this is a – most of the Eastern Sierra is public land. So, right, you have this little community of bishop, and people will come to the shows or come to the fairgrounds off and on during the event and see different things. But then people are out exploring, and we call it our big backyard. So people are out having a great time. Maybe they can go hiking. Maybe they can take a short – half-hour drive up to the high country. They can go fishing. Uh, There's so much to see and do here. So people will kind of incorporate all of that. So I don't want people to think that it's just jam-packed and it's too hard to get in and out. It's not that that tough because we have a big backyard. But as far as the parade events over the course of the the week, about 30,000 people is where we max out. Wow. Wow. That's still a pretty good number. Still a pretty good number. (laughs) For a little town of 4,000, pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. That is pretty good. I'm, I bet they look forward to that all year long to have it come Yeah, out. I think so. Or and, not. And, you know, people, or not. Or not. <laughs> well, we have a few folks that go, I don't know, here come the mule people again. But most people are pretty darn excited about mule days, and they love the visitors. Of course, the small businesses love it. Um, you know, we're in a pretty rural area here. We're in what's called the other side of California. We're very uh, sort of isolated from most of California by this 14,000-foot mountain range that runs up and down the north to south on the east side of the state. And uh, we're, we're a bit isolated. So we're about three hours north of maybe the far northern edge of Los Angeles, and we're about three hours south of Reno. And okay. um, we, we have... Uh, we have an airport, but right now uh, commercial air service is suspended until the summer season kicks off. But uh, people can fly into Las Vegas or Reno um, and then drive here, or they can, of course, drive here. Look us up on the map. We're easy to get to. Oh, that's great. That is great. I, I do want to ask, and, and and I meant to have you on the show to talk about this a little bit earlier because, you know, it's getting started right away. But yeah, for most for most folks, for 2023 uh when should they make reservations and when should they start buying tickets yeah good question so we take reservations for rvs uh the last weekend of the show so that's next weekend and then we oh, kind wow. of, uh, 
Yeah, so we take because people really want to get their spot. But then after yeah. that, everything kind of on hold, and then we open up for reservations starting February 1st. And we have online okay. or call the office. Uh, people can do, uh, you know, they can order them online or they can call the office directly starting February 1st. Okay. Well, for folks that are out there, you know, you're probably a little late this year. Um, well, except that you're no in the area. Yeah, if you're in the area, or if people have RVs, we still have some room at the camps at the fairgrounds. Um, All of the we we have what we call dry camping. So all of the um, hookup sites are gone, but we do have dry camping, and we have all the services that are on the fairgrounds. They come and deliver water, pump tanks, do all that. Um, So there's plenty of room for RVs still. There's that's right there on the fairgrounds. There's still tickets, like I said, for the Susie Boggus concert, and there's still room for general admission. And, of course, people can come watch the parade and look at the vendors and do all the kids' programs and and uh, do lots of things, actually, that are still available. So no problem. Oh, that's great. That is great. Yeah. But, uh, but keep in mind, if you're traveling a great distance, you know, you can, yeah. you can start making your reservations in February. So that is, that is so cool. Uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit, Jen. You and your you and your husband have a packing outfit, don't you? Well, yeah, we've both um, been in the packing business our entire lives. My husband now currently packs for the Forest Service, and I do. Uh, yeah, we actually have been in the packing business for a long, long time. Um, I also pack uh, for contracts, so I pack for the government a lot when they need remote packing in Forest Service areas or. BLM areas, things like that. So, yeah, we've been packing mules our whole life. <laughs> All right. So if I had a if I had a few folks and we wanted to go packing out in your area, could we contact you and do that? Oh yeah, um, they would just want to go online to the website. It's McGeeCreekPackStation.com and get all the information right there. All right. So be sure and check that out. And uh, uh, so, do you still have Dave Stamey going out with you and? Picking the guitar around the campfire. <laughs> he still does that from time to time. He's a pretty popular guy. Whenever we can, he goes with a, another pack outfit that we love. My husband's family owned it for about 40 years and sold it to a, a longtime um, member of the founder's family, founder of the pack outfit. And they do a ride to an area called Bodie, and that's called Mammoth Lakes Pack Outfit. They go to Bodie, which is the old historic ghost town. Uh, California State Park, and Dave goes on that trip. So, yeah, that's a neat one for sure. That is so cool. That is so cool. Well, everyone should put on their their bucket list to hit the Bishop Mule Days at least once in your life, and you might as well make it either this year or next year. And uh, and be sure and, and uh, you know I've got to do that. I just I've, you do I've to, you do. <laughs> I do I do that absolutely. I do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, listen. You, well, we'd love to be out there. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right, so that's muledays.org. You can visit their website there and give us your packing website again. Um, McGeeCreekPackStation.com, M-C-G-E-E. All right. All right. So that's great. Well, listen, have a great event this year, Jen, and uh, and we look forward to talking with you again. Thanks so much for being with us. 
Oh, thank you, Gary. We hope to get you and your beautiful wife out here someday soon, and you guys uh, enjoy that beautiful country back there. All right. Thank you so much. Hey, this is uh, Those Ears. This could be another Mule song. It's by the Dan Canyon Band. We'll be back in just a moment on Saddle Up America. Thanks, Jen. Mule Days, if you've never been, you need to put that on your bucket list and make it out there at least once. And uh, I tell you, I think it'd be worth the trip just to see that uh, 20 mule team pull in that wagon. It was like unbelievable sight to be able to see something like that. But uh, anyway, great to have Jen on the show today. And it's so much fun to have uh, Chris 
and Jan join us on the Campfire Cafe. Rodeo and Juliet, such cool people, and uh, and almost neighbors of ours back here in in Nashville. Uh, I want to mention to you that Rendezvous 2022 is coming up September the 29th through October the 1st, and it is going to be fantastic. And uh, we've got three days of trail riding. We have great music concerts. We've got a list of some of the performers now on our website at equestrianlegacy.net. Just in the menu bar, click on Rendezvous 2022. But we also have Craig Cameron's Extreme Cowboy Race that's going to be part of the event this year. And uh, so that's the open event for the Craig Cameron's Extreme Cowboy Race, but we'll also have a division just for Mustang. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And and then great shopping with the vendors that will be showing up for uh, Rendezvous 2022 as well. So visit our website, equestrianlegacy.net. In the menu bar, click on Rendezvous. We have uh, everything that you need to know. We have reservations for the host hotel. We have registration for the Extreme Cowboy Race. We have uh, everything that you need to know on there. Registration for our vendors are there as well. So check it out, equestrianlegacy.net, and click on Rendezvous in the menu bar. Well, Bobby is gone today. And she is uh, she's a busy, busy girl. She'll be heading to visit her family a little bit later this week. So we wish them well. And uh, she has no closing thoughts today because she's not here. So we're just going to wrap up this show and tell you that we thank you for joining us wherever in the world that you are, however you're listening to us, whether it's through our website for the live show, equestrianlegacy.net, or if it's on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes to listen to the podcast for today's show. But we'll close this show out today with a good friend of ours, Tisha McKenna, and she has a new single out. It's called Big Sky Country. Let's take a, a listen to that, and we will see you next week on the Campfire Cafe beginning at noon Central Standard Time, followed by Saddle Up America. <laughs> There's room to 
Set my eyes on the prairie and all the way To where the sky and the rocky mountains meet I wanna get my hands dirty And at the end of the day know what we have We came by honestly I wanna see all the colors of sunset Bye, big city. Hello, big sky country. Hello, big running free. And daring the ponies to chase me. in big sky country. For there's room to breathe. And the mind open wide. When the Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.